Hello and welcome back to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions, covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Please make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and let us know what your score is. So the NBA Finals are all knotted back up at two games apiece with Game 5 going on tonight. We have the start of the Stanley Cup Finals coming up this week. We'll have some questions pertaining to that. But first, we're going to start out with the U.S. Open, one of the most talked about golf tournaments in a long time, thanks to a certain other golf tournament going on right now. So that's what round one is going to be this week. We have the U.S. Open for golf. So here we go. Question number one. Traditionally, on what Sunday in June does the U.S. Open finish? Question number two. Simply named the country club Where is the 2022 U.S. Open being held for the first time since 1988? Question number three. The first U.S. Open was played in 1895. Within three, what year was the first year that an American won the U.S. Open? Question number four. What Spanish golfer won the 2021 U.S. Open? Question number five. Shia LaBeouf portrayed Francis We Met and his win in the 1913 U.S. Open. What was the name of this movie that was released in 2005? And question number six. What course outside of Pittsburgh has hosted the U.S. Open nine times more than any other course? I'm going to give you a few seconds of music and then I will come back with all of the answers. All right, let's get you some answers here and give you some opportunity to be able to wow and astonish all your friends this weekend as you introduce all of your brand new U.S. Open golf knowledge. So question one, traditionally on what Sunday in June does the U.S. Open finish? Well, that is the third Sunday in June. Also would have accepted Father's Day because in the U.S. it is Father's Day on that third Sunday in June. Question number two, simply name the country club. Where is the 2022 U.S. Open being held for the first time since 1988? Well, that is in Brookline, Massachusetts. And that's just a little suburb outside of Boston, um, but it's been held there several times and even comes back around in this round as well. So question three, the first U.S. Open was played in 1895. Within three, what year was the first year that an American won 
the US Open? Well, that would be 1911. So in order to get the point, you would have had to have guessed between 1908 and 1914. John McDermott was the first US man to win the US Open. He won it in 1911 and 1912. And if you've ever seen the movie that was portrayed in question number five, which we'll talk about that here in a second, then you know that he kind of had some encouraging words for Francis we met in that movie. All right. So question number four, what Spanish golfer won the 2021 U.S. Open? That is John Rahm. He had himself a heck of a year last year, and this was in the point of the season where there was a lot going on, and he overcame it, and it was cool to see him win that one. Question number five was, name that 2005 movie where Shia LaBeouf portrayed Francis We Met and his win in the 1913 U.S. Open. Well, that is, of course, the greatest game ever played. Now, Francis We Met was the first amateur to win the U.S. Open. So, obviously, famously, and it still holds true today, that if amateurs win a event like this they don't get any sort of money they don't get any rewards for it um, but it was still a really cool story francis we met ended up being a huge ambassador for the game of golf he never technically went pro but he did play in quite a few events and he ended up like i said just promoting the game of golf and is one of the reasons why golf is so popular here in the united states as well and then last but not least, question number six, what course outside of Pittsburgh has hosted the U.S. Open nine times more than any other course? That is, of course, Oakmont Country Club. They're not hosting it this year. They're not going to be hosting it for a couple of years, but still an iconic course here in the U.S. Now, like I said, the U.S. Open this year has lost a little bit of its luster with everything that's going on with the Live Golf Tournament and everything else like that. It's going to be a long time till we see all this shake out and all the ramifications. Um, I think it's a good idea that there's competition. I think anytime that there's competition, it breeds some good out of it. And anyone who has been on a team that's been very successful, you know that one of the reasons why they were successful is there was competition at almost every single spot on the field, on the course, on the court, whatever. So it's cool to see this competition. I think that good will come out of it. At least that's going to be my positive mindset when it comes to this is something good will come out of all of this. It may take a little bit, but some good will eventually come out of this. Moving on to round two, we have our quick hitters round. This round is filled with some questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is triple A affiliations. I will be giving you a triple A baseball team and you're going to name the MLB franchise that the team is affiliated with. We've already done one of these before, but it's still fun to revisit this one. For example, if I were to say the Iowa Cubs, you would say that they are part of the Chicago Cubs organization. So let's get started with question number one. The Oklahoma City Dodgers. Question number two. The Sugarland Space Cowboys. Question number three. The Norfolk Tides. Question number four. The Buffalo Bisons. Question number five. The Lee Valley Iron Pigs. And question number six, the Gwinnett Stripers. 
So it's cool whenever you get these AAA teams, sometimes they're very like easy to identify as to who the team that they belong to is. For some of these, maybe not as much. So let's start at the top. The Oklahoma City Dodgers, obviously, that is the Los Angeles Dodgers. Question number two, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Well, naturally, that is the Houston Astros. Makes sense. Space Cowboys, Astros, Sugarlands, Texas. So it makes all sense. Next one, Norfolk Tides. Those are the Baltimore Orioles. Again, close proximity, so that one makes sense a little bit. Question number four, the Buffalo Bisons. Well, if you remember 2020 and where the this Major League Baseball franchise played, this would be the Toronto Blue Jays. As you remember, they... Teams were not allowed to go in and out of Canada as freely as we are now. Um, so the Blue Jays had to play somewhere, and they chose to play in Buffalo, amongst other places, which is where their AAA affiliate is located. Next one, the Lee Valley Iron Pigs. That is the Philadelphia Phillies. Again, kind of a proximity thing. And last but not least, the Gwinnett Stripers. That is the Atlanta Braves. So those two kind of go hand in hand. Um, they're kind of close to each other. So that one, I guess, makes a little bit of sense. Moving on now to round three, our connections that make contact. This round will have five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be the connection between the five answers. So let's get started. Question one, what dog is British and known for its muscular shape, wrinkled face with a pushed in nose and can weigh around 50 pounds? Question number two, what is the capital of Tennessee? Question number three, the college football rivalry nicknamed the Civil War features Oregon and what other team? Question number four. What is the third largest state in the United States and is one of the peninsulas of the continental U.S.? Question number five. What 11-letter word is the name given to a rooster, especially in fairy tales? And question number six is what is the connection to these answers? I'm going to give you a little bit of music to kind of think this one out a little bit. I will be back shortly with the answers, but um, first, how about some music? Alright, let's get you some answers here and let's make some contact. So, starting with question one. What dog is British and known for its muscular shaped, wrinkled face with a pushed in nose and can weigh up to 50 pounds? Well, that is of course a bulldog. Question two. What is the capital of Tennessee? That is Nashville. Question three, the college football rivalry nicknamed the Civil War features Oregon and what other team? That is, of course, Oregon State. 
Question number four, what is the third largest state in the U.S. and is one of the peninsulas of the continental U.S.? That is, of course, Florida. And question number five, what 11-letter word is the name given to a rooster, especially in fairy tales? Well, that is, of course, the Chanticleer. So those were all the answers, and we had answers such as Bulldogs, Nashville, Oregon State, Florida, and Chanticleer. The connection here, well, those are the last five teams or the locations of the teams to have won the Men's College World Series. You had the Mississippi State Bulldogs, Vanderbilt University located in Nashville, Oregon State University, the University of Florida, and Coastal Carolina with the nickname the Chanticleers. The College World Series is starting up this week. Tonight is the last matchups to find out who is getting in to Omaha, Nebraska this coming week. It's always a fun time. We just had Oklahoma win the Women's College World Series in a very dominating fashion. So we are into the Men's College World Series now, and it's going to be a really fun series to see who ends up coming home with the World Series because when I thought Tennessee was going to be rolling into it, they just got upset by Notre Dame yesterday. And that's one of the best parts about baseball. You can't quite predict it. Even when you think you can, you can't. Moving on now to round four. And this round is titled Just Keep Swimming. The World Aquatics Championships are starting on June 17th in Budapest and will run until July 3rd. So these questions will pertain to swimming and to some of the names that are associated with swimming in general. So a little bit of general knowledge on just swimming in general and to the people that are associated with swimming and some of the names that maybe you are familiar with. So let's get started with question one. What male swimmer has won the most medals in Olympic history? Question number two. Katie Ledecky has broken a lot of world records. Within two, how many times has Katie Ledecky broke or set a world record? Question number three. What country has won the most medals in the swimming championship history, winning 296 more medals than the second place country? Question number four. What country held the first swimming world championships in 1973? Question number five. What sport is played in the pool with seven members of each team on either side and is often used a yellow ball? And question number six. What country has dominated the synchronized swimming portion of the World Aquatics Championships, winning 66 medals? I know that you didn't see this one coming at all, and that's okay. I'm going to give you a couple of seconds of music to try to come up with your answers, and then I will return with all of the answers.
All right, let's get you some answers in this round. Again, titled Just Keep Swimming. So question one, what male swimmer has won the most medals in Olympic history? That is, of course, Michael Phelps. Question two, how many records has Katie Ledecky broke or set in the world? To be able to get the point, you had to be within two, and the correct answer here is 14 times. She's either set or broke a world record. So in order to get the point, you had to guess between 12 and 16 times. Question number three, what country has won the most medals in swimming championship history, winning 296 more medals than the second place country? That is, of course, the U.S. The U.S. has won 622 medals at the swimming championships, whereas China has won 326, and that is second place. So quite a good gap there. It shows just how good and dominant we are at swimming and how much we focus on some of these bigger meets at times. Question four, what country held the first swimming world championships in 1973? Well, that was, of course, in Belgrade, Yugoslavia. Come on, you knew that one. Question number five, what sport is played in the pool with seven members on each side and utilizes a yellow ball? That is, of course, water polo. And then last but not least, what country has dominated synchronized swimming portion of the World Aquatics Championships, winning 66 total medals? That is, of course, Russia. So the championships are anything to do with the pool. So they have diving, they have water polo, they have synchronized swimming. It is quite a big event and obviously it's not held every year. It's kind of held in non-Olympic years um, and it's not even held in consecutive years. So it's something that's kind of cool and something that's really fun that involves the pool. Now it's time to move on to our last round, and this round is titled All Hail Stanley. The Stanley Cup Finals are officially set. Unfortunately, the Lightning are returning for the third time. They are starting to show a streak of dominance, but they are playing the Colorado Avalanche. So, should be a fun series regardless. I think the Avalanche are going to win. They just seem like they are the better team, but you know, having a couple weeks off could maybe play with them a little bit. These questions all pertain to the Stanley Cup and the playoffs. As a Red Wings fan, I might use this as an opportunity to poke fun at some teams, so let's just get going. So question number one. The Stanley Cup officially became solely the NHL's possession in 1927. Who won the first NHL Stanley Cup in 1927? While this team was not an original six team, they do exist today. Question number two. 2005 did not see a winner of the Stanley Cup due to the NHL lockout. Within two, what year was the only other year the Stanley Cup was not awarded? Question number three. Five NHL teams have not made a Stanley Cup Finals appearance. One is the newest team, the Seattle Kraken. Name three of the other four teams. Question number four. What legendary hockey player has the most career assists in finals history? Question number five. The Toronto Maple Leafs have officially gone 54 seasons without a Stanley Cup, breaking their tie with what other original six team that went 53 years without winning a Stanley Cup?
And question number six. What NHL original six team made a Stanley Cup appearance each year throughout the 1950s? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds of music. I'll come back with the answers. All right, let's get you some answers to get the Stanley Cup Championship kicked off. So question number one, the Stanley Cup officially became the NHL's property in 1927. Who won the first NHL Stanley Cup in 1927? That was, of course, the Ottawa Senators. Like I said, they weren't an original six team, but they were around at that time. They kind of debunked for a little bit, and then they came back. Question two, 2005 did not see the winner of the Stanley Cup due to the lockout. Within two, name the last time the Stanley Cup was not handed out. That was 1919, and that was due to the Spanish flu. So in order to get the point, you had to guess between 1917 and 1921. So question three, five NHL teams have not made the Stanley Cup Finals appearance yet. One of them was obviously the Seattle Kraken. You had to name three of the other four teams. In order to get the point, you would have had to name any of these, three of these, any four teams, and you would have been the Columbus Blue Jackets, the Minnesota Wild, the Atlanta Thrashers slash Winnipeg Jets, and then the Winnipeg Jets slash Phoenix slash Arizona Coyotes. So yes, the Atlanta Thrashers and the Winnipeg Jets are two different. That's one franchise. Atlanta moved up to Winnipeg, but when Winnipeg moved down to Phoenix, they changed their name. So the Jets name has always kind of been associated with Winnipeg. It's just a little bit different of a team now as compared to what it was back then. Question four, what legendary hockey player has the most career assists in finals history? That is, of course, Wayne Gretzky. Question number five, the Toronto Maple Leafs have officially gone 54 years without a Stanley Cup, breaking their tie with what other original six team that went 53 years without a Stanley Cup? That is, of course, the New York Rangers. So the New York Rangers obviously had not won a Stanley Cup until they had won one in the 90s, and that was their first time winning one in 53 years, and now the longest streak belongs to the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then question number six, what NHL original six team made a Stanley Cup appearance each year throughout the 1950s? That is, of course, the Montreal Canadiens. All right, well, that is it for today. I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I will return next Monday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you are following us on Apple and make sure when you select to follow that you select to automatically download. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you're subscribed everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review where you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. But hey, my name's Court, the dog's name is Milo, and I will see you next time.